Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Rayleigh Property Podcast. Uh, it's currently Friday, which is a bank holiday, uh, the 8th of May. A uh, bit of a weird bank holiday, this one, because it's almost like the bank holiday that no one seems to be told about. It was a bit, we all expect there to be bank holiday on Monday, but not on the Friday. So a little bit unusual, but it's bank holiday nevertheless, so we can all be happy. Um, who isn't happy on a bank holiday, especially given the circumstances? Um, so I wanted to give you a re- really bit of an update as to what's going on in the property market at the moment. So um, house prices have not really gone anywhere, purely because the market's been paused. So house prices have not really gone up or gone down. Uh, estate agents haven't been able to do business in the way that they would normally do business. So we've not been allowed to do uh, viewings or valuations, um, which is, uh, well, it's impossible to do a job really, because unless you can go out and value properties, unless you can show people properties and nothing's going to be moving, but it's all for a bigger picture and it's a far more important reason than uh, just keeping the property market moving. But because of that, there's not been a lot of properties come to the market. There's been a couple of sales. I mean, at our agency alone, uh, we've had four sales during lockdown now. Uh, All of these sales have been gained through virtual viewings. So we're uh, showing viewers around on FaceTime to give them a virtual tour of the property, um, along with having the video marketing for each property as well. So uh, that's proven quite helpful. And I do think going forward, this is going to become the norm. I think um, we're going to see a lot more virtual viewings. We're going to see a lot more video tours going on. uh, And I I do certainly think it's going to be the future of a state agency. which is a positive thing that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of properties going on. There's lots of talk at the moment about how the property market's going to be restarted. A um, couple of things that I've heard and I've read over the last uh, sort of week to two weeks is that um, there's naturally going to be safety measures put in place for estate agents. So we're going to find that um, we're going to have to wear PPE. So masks uh, and gloves and foot coverings, uh, and sanitizing after we put the gloves on as well to make sure they're nice and clean we're gonna have to ask sellers to uh, sanitize as much as they can in the property make sure it's a nice and clean area and then vacate the property while we do the viewings uh, before we do the viewings the the prospective buyer or the viewer uh, will also have to wear PPE so they'll need to be supplied with um, uh, if they haven't already got themselves but gloves and masks and foot coverings uh, as well as the antibacterial to clean their hands after they put the gloves on so um, there's going to be certain precautions that are going to have to be taken into account there we're going to have to open all the doors internally so there's no reason for a viewer to have to touch any surfaces while they're in the property it's going to be a very bizarre process it's going to be very unusual certainly nothing i've experienced in the last decade of being in the property industry but things change and it's going to be the new normal. Um, I think getting back to normal isn't going to happen for some time. So we're going to have to adjust to this new normal, which is going to be interesting. Um, so that, that's what's kind of going on in the property market. It's looking to restart. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we can start uh, doing viewings and valuations again. Uh, valuations themselves are going to be done over Zoom at the moment, which is proving quite helpful and quite convenient. And I must say, um, Although I wasn't a fan of Zoom before, I'm quite enjoying it because you can sit down, you can chat to everyone uh, and you can uh, have a tour of the property on Zoom and you can sit down, I can share my screen and go through comparable properties. And it's, it's a really clever way of doing it. And it, it's a, it, I do feel, although you've not got that in-person interaction, although you're not sat across the dining table enjoying a cup of tea and having a bit of a chat, um, it's it's a very close comparison to it because uh, minus that human interaction because i think you cannot mimic 
being in the same room as someone and chatting and laughing in a conversation. It's not as free-flowing as that, but generally it's quite pleasant. You can have a chat and you can discuss different things. And um, yeah, I think once the individuals got comfortable on Zoom, it can be a really pleasant call. So um, I do think that's going to be the new norm as well. We're going to see this a lot more. We're going to see people working from home a lot more. So it's going to be quite interesting. Um, what I have found really interesting, I've almost found this fascinating, is... Rayleigh and Hockley's towns, they're, they're quite small villages when, when we compare against, uh, you know, the likes of Southend and Basildon, for argument's sake. Um, there's not a tremendous amount of businesses. There are quite a few, but I, I am so, I say impressed, but in, impressed I think is the wrong word, but um, I think it's amazing how some of these companies have adapted to what's going on at the moment. I mentioned in last week's uh, episode about uh, cafe number 11 about uh, lovely Libby's on uh, the home interiors place Nusard Road John Gold's the uh, the butchers and farm shop on Lovett's Farm how they've adapted um, and how they've made the most of this situation but there's also other businesses there's so many I mean Mr Sims sweet shop for argument's sake I, I'm I'm guilty I've certainly got a sweet tooth but message their page uh, Monday, this was on a Friday, Monday morning, there was a nice little um, ground paper bag on my doorstep full of sweets. And I just think things like that are so amazing how businesses could have adapted. And I know the argument is there that the internet is killing off the high street, but I think when you've got a, um, when you've got a business where you can offer that type of service, if anything, you are as good as Amazon. Because if I order something from Amazon today, I mean, at the point of filming, we're an hour in the afternoon, I may get it tomorrow, I may get it Sunday, I may get it Monday. But if it's coming Monday, I'm not disappointed. It's next business day. Um, so as a local company, to be able to offer that that quick turnaround and get something on their doorstep very quickly um, is as good as Amazon. So I think it's a brilliant way of not just adapting to COVID-19, but adapting to business in general. Um, adapting this as a longer-term strategy to offer that service. And even if they do once, once a week, I think you know that will work perfect um so when when we kind of look at that i think that's a really good way you've got Rayleigh fruit and veg for argument's sake so if we look at Rayleigh fruit and veg they used to have that shop in berry's arcade it's now owned by another gentleman so i believe i could be wrong on that but they do deliveries um all around this sort of area throughout the week and but they're fully booked like i've been trying to get a slot with them for weeks and it's been impossible so i think when you kind of look at it their business has survived coming off that high street and if anything they've probably thrived and in this type of market they, they must be loving it because they're getting more business but it's just evidence that that home delivery uh click and want it on my doorstep tomorrow society that we're becoming um there is ways to adapt it even after covid and after we go back to whatever normal looks like at that point i think it's worth in, in integrating these things into normal service anyway because i think it's a fantastic idea um of course promote people to come to shops in the high street as much as possible because i think that there is a desire in the high street particularly Rayleigh. i know on one of the earlier episodes i had a bit of a rant about the parking situation i do stand by that i think uh Rochester council need to improve the parking situation and make it a bit more convenient for people to park because me for one i'm not one for carrying around cash i don't like carrying around cash i don't like a big thick wallet so um, I try and avoid carrying cash if I can. So paying for the parking is just a bit of an inconvenience. And like paying for your parking on the phone it is easy, but if you're not tech savvy, it's, it's an inconvenience. So 
they, there needs to be a, a quicker and easier way. And I think paying on exit makes complete sense because it's going to encourage people to spend whatever time they want in the high street and then they pay for it when they come off the high street, not paying for it in advance, trying to predict how long you're going to be. And then when you get stuck in a queue, you're uh, running out of time quickly. So I, I am a fan of a high street. I've got to be honest. I'm not a fan of estate agents on a high street. And it's not because they're competition. I just don't think it's needed. I don't think... I mean, I've survived five years and every year we've had a 20% growth year on year and I've managed to survive without being on the high street. So I don't think that high street position is needed for this type of business. And in fact, it could be better used with some smaller um, boutique shops, particularly the stuff that's working. Um, I think that that space could be utilised better, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot of changes happening in the industry at the moment. I think with the threat of COVID-19, we may see that sort of thing happening anyway. But generally, I'm just, to go back to my original point, I am impressed. Um, and it is nice to see businesses adapting and businesses still carrying on as much as they can and as safe as they can. So I think that's a, a really good um, it's a really good thing, really, uh, a really good thing. But one one of the other things I wanted to cover, so I'll kind of give you a bit of an update on the market. Well, there is no update, but we'll we'll see how things go over next week. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, Bojo's announcement on Sunday uh, will give us some clarity as to where we're going as a country and what the uh, what the next steps are going to be. So I'm quite uh, I am quite interested, um, both personally and professionally, to see what he's got to say on this. Um, but one of the things I wanted to cover is four ways that you guys in Raylene Hockley can get social while under lockdown. So um, I kind of put this little list together um, because it's just some things that I've seen online at the moment that are working really, really well. So I thought uh, I'll share that with you guys. So uh, across Raylene Hockley, people are getting creative with how they use technology in several ways to come together uh, at a time when it's good for us all. Um, and that, well, I say a, a time for it when it's good for us all to stay apart. So although we're, we're in different households and we can't meet up, they're still finding ways to get together. Um, now, human beings are naturally social animals, some less than others, uh, you may say. But um, so keeping in connection with colleagues and friends and family is healthy for us as a society, especially during anxious times like this. Um, and as Raylene Hockley went under lockdown, people have used this technology to stay in touch and the likes of Zoom and Skype and uh, Facebook and FaceTime and all these things come into that. Um, so what I've done is I've got together four ideas uh, which hopefully can help you make the most of life under lockdown um, and bring uh, those closer to, together virtually, uh, obviously not in person. Uh, now one of them ideas are virtual book clubs. Now, I've seen this quite a bit online. Uh, virtual book clubs have boomed since the lockdown, probably because they're so easy to do. Um, you just get a group of friends, read the same chapters from the same book each week, then catch up on Zoom or uh, other video conferencing platform, whatever you want to use, and basically discuss what you read. So a book club just over Zoom, and it's more convenient uh, because you haven't got to travel there and it's safe at the moment. So for the foreseeable, I think that's a good one. Um, I've seen a lot of virtual pub quizzes. So many of us miss a drink down the local, uh, but many of us um, have made the best of things by setting up online pub quizzes again through uh, these FaceTime conference softwares. Um, I'll read a couple of links out on places you can go for these. Um, murder mysteries. So if you fancy getting together some friends and families uh, for a game of who done it. Uh, virtual murder mysteries can give uh, you a chance to stay in touch with your 
uh, with your inner Mrs. Marple um, or Pryro. You'll be able to get creative uh, with some costumes, alibis and suspicions of reality uh, for a couple of hours. So um, it's a little bit out there. It's a little bit weird, but it's just something else that I've seen online. Um, kids parties. Now, this is one that I saw the other day that I thought was was so, so clever. So one of the saddest aspects of lockdown, apart from all the deaths, um, is how many children have missed out on their of their birthday parties. Um, and I think because kids are naturally sociable anyway. They're at school. They're always with their friends. They go to birthday parties. They're missing that connection. And unlike the six weeks holiday, you can't occupy their minds. Um, but with the new technology now, it makes it possible for the little cherubs to get around a computer and take part in games, quizzes, dance contests, and many ways to have fun. And the, the good thing about kids is they don't care. You get them on a Zoom, uh, you get them on a Zoom meeting, and you get all of their class on there to have a party. They, they're not really bothered what everyone thinks about them. If they're going to have a dance contest, they'll crack on, and it is brilliant to watch. But I've seen that online; that goes really, really, really well. Um, so there, there's four ways um, that using your Wi-Fi that you can have fun, stay safe, and stay social. Um, and as as for us as a company, so at Ness in Essex, we're embracing the virtual world of sales by investing more in video tours, video valuations, video viewings. Uh, I've certainly been recording a lot of advice videos during this period that I'm going to start um, publishing on social media as well. So um, embracing this and making the most of it, it's going to be here for at least another couple of weeks, if not longer. Some are saying to the rest of the year, but we'll soon see. Um, just to kind of give you a bit of an idea. So the links for these. Um, so if you go to www.countryliving.com forward slash entertaining, this is a long one forward slash a three, two Oh one Oh seven, two six forward slash virtual hyphen book hyphen club. Uh, that's the online book club. Uh, the pub quiz is uh, wired.co.uk forward slash article forward slash virtual hyphen pub hyphen quiz hyphen tips. Uh, the murder mysteries is um, uh, realsimple.com forward slash work hyphen life forward slash entertainment forward slash virtual hyphen murder hyphen mysteries hyphen party. And then the kids party is uh, let's go with the children.co.uk forward slash birthday hyphen party hyphen ideas. So there's four tips on how you can make the most of uh, this lockdown situation in, in getting some uh, social aspect back into your lives hopefully you found something helpful there um if you uh, have got a business locally and that you're adapting going back to my point earlier if you go if you're adapting with these new times and you are adapting new methods then uh, pop on to the this is Rayleigh facebook page uh, just type in this is Rayleigh into uh, facebook and the page will come up uh, like it and follow it um but put a post on there and let us know how you're adapting and let us know how your business has changed to make the most of this situation. And we'll make sure to give it a share. There's about two and a half, uh, not far, 3000 people on there now. So um, if you post your business on there and let us know how you've adapted and what you're offering, I'll make sure we give that a share to get in front of them people as much as possible. Um, so that's this week's episode. It's quite a short one. Not much about property, unfortunately, because not much is happening. Uh, I'll hopefully be able to share a bit more about what's going on over the next uh, couple of weeks after Bojo's announcement on Sunday. Uh, there's four helpful tips there. Uh, a quick shout out to Mr. Sims uh, Sweet Shop for my uh, my lovely little parcel of sweets on Monday. Uh, I will undoubtedly be ordering more, uh, although the diet won't thank me for it. Uh, but 
thank you for listening. Uh, stay home, protect the NHS, save lives, look after yourself and look after each other. Thank you for listening. Take care.